This is a Podcast 225 production. Welcome to the Clay Young Show. Welcome to episode 168 of the Clay Young Show here on Podcast 225.com, iTunes, or the Talk 107.3 mobile app. This show is going up on Tuesday, July 17th, 2017. It is the two-year anniversary of the assassination of three police officers in Baton Rouge and the shooting of multiple others, including Deputy Nick Toulier, who's over in Houston, recovering and, and really working himself back to any semblance of normalcy or as much normalcy as he can get back to. He's really fighting over there. Officer Brad Simmons, who is here, or Deputy Brad Simmons, who is here in Baton Rouge and really in himself recovering uh, because of the, the issue he's having with his, with his arm. And, of course, left in the wake of all of that are the families of these officers who were killed on that day. Trenisha Jackson, the widow of Montrell Jackson, Desha Gerald, the widow of Matthew Gerald, and Tanya Garofola, the widow of Brad Garofola. Well, two of the three of those widows will join me on this show just to give a brief update on how they are. We don't talk very much about that day. We just talk a lot about what happened and what has happened in the aftermath of that day. It was supposed to be the three ladies, but Desha couldn't make it because little man, her baby, Fallon, who was born after Matt had been killed, uh, he, uh, he was a little under the weather, so she's, she's there with him. But I kind of wanted to have a quick conversation with them and give them a chance to give an update on how they are and then talk about what these last two years have been like. So we'll take a quick break and come back and talk with Trenisha Jackson and Tanya Garifola here on The Clay Young Show. This is Dr. Mary Catherine Rodrigue. And I'm Katie Fetzer. We're the owners and co-founders of The Wellness Studio, a mental health practice with locations here in Baton Rouge and Covington. We are also your host for The Waiting Room Podcast here on podcast225.com. Our podcast is a journey into the world of mental health. On our show, we're going to discuss some of the various forms of mental health conditions. We're also going to shed light on the various ways our listeners can get a better understanding of how the mind works and why we do what we do. So subscribe today to get The Waiting Room Podcast here on podcast225.com, iTunes, and the Talk 107 three mobile app. Clay Young here with John Conroy, the founder and owner of Pest Stop, your do-it-yourself pest control solution. So John, the swarming season for termites is over and some people may assume that the danger is also over. That would be wrong, correct? Correct, yeah. Termites pose a major problem for homeowners in, in South Louisiana mm-hmm. and it's pretty much year-round. It's right. just that during the swarming season, you have an extra an opportunity to find out if you actually have an That's right. station. Mm-hmm. So it's a good warning sign for you. So what do you do then? Well, the first thing you need to do is inspect around the bottom of the slab really thoroughly to okay. see if you see any signs, any mud tunnels coming up the side of the home, uh, any visual activity in, in the base of the structure, like you mm-hmm. actually see the termites, et cetera. And then come see us and we'll talk to you about whether you have an existing problem or not, because it's two different treatments. Both are soil applications, though. We've had our share of troubles here in Baton Rouge. If I need to get to you to find this, where can I find you? Well, in Baton Rouge, we're located at 806 O'Neill Lane. That's about a block south of Old Hammond Highway. Or if you have questions, just give us a call at 273-4788. Okay, back with Trenisha Jackson and Tanya Garofola. 
And, you know, I know that uh, this time of the year, people ask y'all a series of dumb questions about things. But, you know, it's it's we talk all the time. So I know how you guys are doing. And so I'm going to start with some questions that maybe you haven't gotten from the last two years. And I think the first one will be what has been the biggest inspiration that you have had from your engagement with people and people's engagement with you? Because I know that you guys have been asked to come and speak in in a number of places, so. Um, I I do like getting out into the community, doing the community canvases, and and just seeing the smile on people's faces, and then they look at me and say that I'm praying for you. Mm -hmm. Um, That's that's really an inspiration, and people look to me for inspiration, and and really and truly, I look at them like, wow, you know, y'all are my inspiration. I don't feel like an inspiration to people. I'm just trying to push through every day just like everybody else. And it just, it does me good to go out and, and help and do what I can for other people. You know, the your, your, the kids are growing so much and so fast, and specifically with Brad Jr., who has physically grown a whole lot, and then I think mentally grown a whole lot. I mean, he's kind of a little man right now, and, and the way that he's carrying himself, that's got to make you proud as all get out. I, I'm very proud of him. He definitely has taken on the role of man of the house a little bit too literal sometimes um but that's okay he's very protective of his mom and his sisters more so of his mom yeah than his sisters yeah. but um i'm very very proud of him and mason's developing his personality he's going to be the big quiet man on campus uh, before you know it. you don't think so no i <laughs> think he's going to be a class clown have you seen his mom you think well right <laughs> you think mason's going to be a class clown I, yes yes like why? What evidence do you have of that? First of all, he's like the cleanest two-year-old. Well, you ask him how old he is, and he says Popeyes. <laughs> <laughs> how old are you, Mason? Popeyes. <laughs> no, you know you're two, Mason. <laughs> well, I mean, and from him and seeing his personality develop and everything, and we talked about this before. Trinisha and I talked about this one time. It was when you guys go out, and this is something we can say. I can say this for other people is sometimes when you guys are out, you just kind of want to be left alone. You're certainly not going out looking for anybody's sympathy. You really want to get back to normalcy and you want your children to have normalcy. So while I'm sure you guys appreciate people's compassion for you, sometimes they don't have to come come over and make a big show of you being someplace. Right. 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 Why don't y'all speak on that a little bit? Um, you know, it is hard sometimes, but at the same sense, sometimes it's just as simple as somebody coming up and saying, hey, I'm praying for you. Sure. And, and I appreciate that. You mm-hmm. know, um, I appreciate all the prayers I can get. And also the kids, it kind of makes them feel like, you know what? Dad has never really forgotten mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they remember and they see our face and they recognize it and they're still praying for us. Right. Right. And and on you, you guys are both very active on social media. Uh, you get to connect with people, and I'm sure a lot of times, without obviously going into details about things people talk about, it's got to make you feel good when someone messages you and says that you are inspiring them or you give them the strength to keep going, correct? Yes. Talk about that. I just love encouraging people. I was like that before Montreal, mm-hmm. and I mean, I just keep it going. And, you know, we talk about that a little bit that. And I think you guys agree with this, that it's a choice to be around negative people. Like you don't have to be around 
negative people. No, surround yourself with positive people at all times. Anybody negative, right. they, just, they, they bring nothing to the table for you. You know, uh, Desha was going to be in here uh, today to be a part of this conversation, but she couldn't because little man was a little under the weather today. You two especially are almost always out and around and, you know, partners in crime, quote unquote. But at the same time, when you go places like when we were together in Dallas and people see y'all and there are multiple reasons why you inspire people. One, because of the strength of what you've been through and how you guys stay positive and are always laughing and, and the way you get along. But also the optics of you know somebody who's black, somebody who's white being sisters and so inseparable. I think America needs a lot more of that right now, of people who just can love one another without the foolishness that separates us. Is that fair? Absolutely. I mean, it's not what's on the outside, it's what's on the inside. I fall in love with people's heart, not not their physical appearance, not the color of their skin. Because mm-hmm. um, you know what? The color of your skin can change. It right. can get old, it can get wrinkled, it can get lighter, it can get darker. Yeah. But what's in your heart never changes. Mm-hmm. That's true. There you go. Trenesha? I agree with Tanya. Yeah. This is my, this is my, my baby sister. You know what amazes me so much is like when she's in front of a microphone, how she's so shy and just, you know, just. Um, I don't like interviews clay you don't like interviews no she does not she doesn't like interviews remember that kieran but she, but she <laughs> leave kieran alone but i love she, kieran i, I love talked kieran. to kieran today yeah. see <laughs> but she gives but people not for an interview not no, for not an for interview, an interview. <laughs> like if you want to maybe that's what i need to do sometimes is when she's giving me a hard time just break out a microphone and maybe that'll make her calm down a little bit uh you know we talk- i love her just how she is thank you she's all right I love her. She's all right. So the kids, and this is something I've been wanting to do for a little while, actually. The list of things that you would like people to know that they may not know. And I'm not just talking about personality things or things about your personal life. I mean things that when you're out moving around that you would just like to politely in an environment tell people. For instance, whispering at a high volume near you when you're at a table in a restaurant. That's probably something people should or not do. Or staring at you, trying to figure out where they know you from. Okay. Anything else? I know you got a list. People say, oh, that's that officer's son. And I'm just like, no, his name is Mason, and his dad's name was Montrell. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Yeah. And, I don't, and I don't like when somebody introduces me as this is... Do you remember she's yeah. the, the wife of the fallen officer, Deputy Bragg? You know, that just kind of basically puts a label. I know the label is there, yeah. but I'm also a person. I don't yes. always want to be introduced as, as yes. that. Are you guys anything else? Because I know that there are things that, and again, it's a chance for people to hear you in a setting. Because I would, th- I would say 90% of the people who encounter you are positive and just want to know you and i always put that 10 percent out there because there's just there are always a few people but the majority of people that you encounter i'm sure are just happy to see you to tell you they're praying for you but sometimes people don't know that you know i'd rather you not do that what else what else is there because you guys are very grateful by the way too we oh very grateful but don't feel sorry don't 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 come at me as if as if you're pitying me that's that's kind of hard to deal with you know i'm dealing with it on my own and my kids are dealing with it um, we're pushing through every day because we have to. Mm-hmm. Um, life is going to go on. Basically, no matter what. we are not charity cases. Well, there's the other thing: not looking for a handout. Right. Never. 
Right. And I greatly appreciate everybody that has helped and have, have, you know, done things for for me, for the kids. Um, I greatly appreciate that. I can't thank people enough. Mm -hmm. And I look at that as a way of Brad is still taking care Mm -hmm. of his family. But you're not looking for any any handout, right? Never. Are you guys tired of memorials? Somewhat. Just because it just brings back the pain. Yeah, yeah. it keeps pouring solemn wounds. But at the same time, I feel obligated to go. Oh, I, sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand. I'm glad. No, I'm glad that they're honoring our husbands absolutely. and everything. But sometimes, if you do a lot back to back to yeah. back, it, it just a, gets overwhelming. It, yeah. I would imagine that between you know combined, you you you've done over twenty in the last two years. Yeah, if not more. I, I lost count, I mean, but I, I know. Yeah. If not more, it's been a lot. You know the. the Y'all stay out of the political sphere of the stuff going on, and I commend you for that because there's really no profit in it at all. And if you could have an opportunity to speak to people, the, the loudest voices on both sides of, of, politi- of, of the politics, and, and you had an opportunity to, to do an elevator pitch to get them to work together, what would that sound like? To forget the politics involved? Just basically wipe the slate clean mm-hmm. and start over, like as if you don't even know, you know, what the other one stands for. Um, I, somebody once said that you know you can support a cause, but doesn't mean that you have to support the people that are behind that cause. Right. What's your one hope? Like the thing you're most hopeful about? I'm, I'm hopeful that you know one day that the gap can actually be bridged. I mean, I know it seems impossible, and it, it's it's going to take an army, it's but it has to be consistent. It has to be done every day. Only impossible if we don't try. That's right. What well, I, What about you? I just hope that violence stops all together. What's going on in the community? Also against officers. There's just a lot of violence going on. Too much. Too much. There's always a way to do it better. Well, thank you all ladies for coming and sitting down quickly and talking with me. Thank you before, for having uh, You're bef- welcome. Before Miss Thing does her glamour shot, glamour shot later on. Well, let's not talk about glamour shots. I've done that and had some very bad pictures. Y'all don't take bad pictures. I take bad pictures. Y'all but don't I, take I just want to thank everyone for continued praying for me and Mason. And we're we're pushing through and we're doing okay. I second that. I do want to thank everybody. Um that has been involved with us in the community and people who don't even know us that continue to pray and support our family. Hey, when we do those canvases, y'all have done three of them with me? Mm, I, yeah, we've done a few. And it's amazing when people come into the communities, those communities, and they meet the people and they see how great the folks are. They're just normal folks. Yeah. And they look forward to meeting people. And they always look, I mean, they enjoy seeing you guys when they see you. Yeah, but they don't, and the thing is, a lot of them don't, they don't, recognize who we are yeah. so it's just it's just me yeah. at that point in time yeah and, and they just love on you because you're there yeah absolutely yes. yeah absolutely all right well thank you ladies for being on we'll take a quick break and back to wrap up this quick edition of the clay young show in just a moment this is jeff LaDuff, retired chief of police for the city of baton rouge i'm kelly LaDuff, co-owner of open eyes safety training and consultant open eyes is focused on providing quality safety solutions that give businesses and employees the skill set needed to recognize and react to dangerous situations. On a daily basis, we hear yet another story of workplace violence or active shooter. 
Open Eyes offers a unique approach to keeping you and your businesses safe through site analysis, technology recommendations, policy review, and employee training. To set up a consultation for your business, call us today at 225-313-9713 or visit us at our website at OpenEyesSafetyTraining.com. We say keep open eyes because 10% of our population cause 90% of our problems. See them before they see you. Executone of Louisiana has been helping businesses in Baton Rouge save money on their telecommunications for over 40 years. Executone will help businesses upgrade their phones and intercom systems, save money, and never have to worry about local customer support. Doctors' offices, hospitals, schools, businesses, it doesn't matter. All kind have depended on the good people at Executone to upgrade technology and save money. I have a question for you. Do you like saving money? Sure, of course you do. Here's another one. Do you want to keep the most up-to-date phone and intercom technology while saving money. That's what it's all about. That's a no-brainer. Don't get sucked in by out-of-town companies who are not here if you need technical support. Executone has been here, and they believe in the value of customer service, baby. Don't take my word for it. Give them a call, 225-295-3500. It's 295-3500. Oh, look them up. ExecutoneLA.com. Executone of Louisiana. They still here, and they're going to continue to give you great service. I so enjoy talking with those ladies. Man. Cannot imagine what the last two years have been like in some ways, but they truly are, in many ways, examples. All right, hopefully you've enjoyed this. Don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at ClayYoungBR or on Facebook forward slash ClayYoung. I look forward to speaking with you on the next episode of The Clay Young Show, episode 169, right here on podcast225.com. Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another edition of The Clay Young Show.